The Michael Hatfield Remax team presents Real Estate and More. Bay Area real estate is different than in all of America. And why? What's up with home buyers? What's on sellers' minds? How is the market? And much, much more. Now, here's your host, Michael Hatfield. Welcome to the Real Estate and More show. We are definitely about the more in our show's title today. It falls from your tree or it doesn't. I awoke at 4 a.m. this morning feeling a little bit like the Grinch, maybe just a little bit cranky. I didn't particularly feel badly, but more just like pulling the blanket back over my head and murmuring humbug. The problem is that it is not a proper attitude for a realtor like myself to possess. I have property to show, greetings to drop off, appointments to go to, and research to do. But then it hit me, this incredibly powerful but yet very old concept. Even before coffee time this morning, I began to ponder a valuable thought recalled from this week's guests and friends who reminded me of this very concept. It was then I knew that even before my feet hit the floor this morning, I would be practicing saying the words, this is the most wonderful day that has been given to me. I will be thankful for it and do whatever good things I can do for others this day. After all, until a person learns to be grateful for what they have, they cannot receive the wonderful things they would like in life. Let's take on this topic this morning and take a moment to carefully listen to some very smart people who have good to say on this very topic. This is our holiday Christmas show. You are welcome here and thank you for listening. I said just the other day to well-known radio personality, Pat Vitucci, with all of the heartache in the world today, what can one do to keep a smile on his face? And ask him for his thoughts. What does the word gratitude mean to Pat? Well, I'll tell you what, we are uh, blessed in so many ways. First of all, just being in this country, when you look around the world and you just see all the anger and hate that, um, and, and, just mean things going on and we look down the street and we see a peaceful quiet tree-lined street i mean how how much more grateful can we be um you know we we've lived life for, for a couple of years now michael and uh we know good times and we know bad times and and our our bad times are not nearly as bad as some of the things we've seen that some folks are unfortunately in the middle of and so We've got so much, so much uh, gratitude towards um, just living in this area of the planet, and I think God's blessed both of us, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners, Michael, uh, feel feel the same way. I have to agree with you. Now, looking, you're a very positive kind of guy, and even when things are kind of not so great, you know, you always take the the positive side of things, and I think that's been a, a very good you know reason to have the success that you do i think it's one of the driving forces what can you describe as a life-changing event or was it one of those um things where you're in the tank and just kind of learning it over time what what actually has has caused you to feel happy in your heart well i think when you wake up in the morning michael and your feet hit the floor 
you make a decision that moment if you're going to be optimistic or pessimistic. And I guess one of the life-changing events for me, sadly, I lost two sisters to cancer at a very young age. One was 44 years old and one was 51 years old. They were happily married. Each had one had one child. And my mom, who just died a couple years ago, um, really taught me a lesson. And it was such a, such an epiphany for me. And she said, you know, this is God's wish. And here she is losing two of her daughters. I'm the only surviving child. Um, she was much younger back in those days. She died at 94. So imagine burying two of your children and saying, Pat, this is God's wish. And she was frankly very positive about that. I was, here I am a basket case. Uh, my life was crumbling in front of me with losing two of my best friends. You know, mothers are, are incredibly strong people. And at that moment in time, and there was nothing more moving to me than my mother's attitude towards losing two of her precious children. And so um, to me, that was uh, my epiphany, my turning point, if you will, my life-changing event that that really tested my my faith in God and um, my faith in 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 living and um, it was a pretty moving experience Mike I can imagine I think <laughs> there's not much more that can happen to anybody than to have to go through um, lose the loss of two uh, sisters like that two best friends and you know, I think people of older vintage have a lot, you know, maybe they have a, a really great attitude that it is God's wish. It's that we don't control every little thing. We don't control when the engine in our car blows up. We don't really control everything. What do you do with that extra, that extra worry that you can do nothing about? What do you do with that? Well, you have to give it to somebody somewhere, somehow. And for me, I know where I go with it. Yeah, for me, I, I, I retreat into prayer. I'm, I'm, I'm kind, of a, kind of a prayerful guy, and I say my prayers every day. And I'm thankful that I've got a great family. I've got great friends like you and Nancy. Um, look, life is never, never perfect. There are always issues. I think it's I think God kind of tests you when He throws you a curveball, and He's looking to see how you react to perhaps a bad day or a bad event. Uh, and you've got to look at at the positive side and understand we're all being tested from now and now and again. And um, staying positive during very difficult times, and whether your economy's bad or your there are health issues in your family, or a friendship goes sour, or or somebody um, doesn't treat you well, doesn't treat you with respect. I think it's how you react to all those negative things. And guess what? You're going to have them. Everybody has them. Life is not, uh, you know full of roses and, and and chocolate candy every day. And it's how you react to those bad days, those bad times, those bad events that kind of defines uh, how you ha handle yourself um, in everyday issues. <clears throat> the country artist, Toby Keith, 
was riding around in a golf cart with Clint Eastwood. And this has been years ago, but it's a good story. And he said to Clint Eastwood, he says, Clint, how do you stay so vital and healthy at, you know, more of advanced age than most people? How do you how do you keep doing it? He was actually making a movie at the time. And apparently Mr. Eastwood said, I refuse to let the old man in. I don't let the old man in. And so fast forward to a few years back, Toby Keith gets ill, very seriously ill, terminally ill. And he sits down and he writes a song called Don't Let the Old Man In. And he is, despite his illness, he is very positive. He's came out and has performed it and it's went to the top of the charts and has made a mark. So perhaps people should take that that viewpoint, be grateful for what we have and don't let the old man in. Yeah, it's pretty pretty uh, interesting story. And, you know, here he is, what, 95 plus and, and recently producing movies. And, um, you know, we, we get a lot of nasty stuff in this world and you've got to put your shield on and grease your back and let it all slide slide off because no one is uh, insulated from some bad stuff we're all going to go through it we'll have our time in the barrel and how you how you come out of it I think is is a real is real testament to God's blessing is there some person in your life other than than God whom you would credit your positive grateful and thankful attitude to Tell you what, my wife is has taught me to be even um, grateful and appreciative, and we all get we all get hung up and lost in in the um, in the shiny objects that we get uh, distracted with. But she she has a way of centering me back, and I'm grateful for her vision and for her her testament to um, just staying positive and not being critical. She's got a great, great um, attitude, and she's taught me uh, patience. Pat shares that he lost both of his sisters at young ages, and he recalls those heart-wrenching times as being pivotal. For our next guest, I am convinced there are walking, talking miracles on this earth. Today, you are to meet one such member of this elite club of miracles. I asked Michael to share his story with us and asked to hear how this one event has changed his entire reality. Hi, Michael. What does the word gratitude mean to you? And are you a thankful person by nature? Uh, gratitude for me is being conscious of blessings, gifts, or desirable things and events in our life that um, weren't necessarily earned. Mm. Are you able to describe a life-changing event or some other person's act of kindness towards you that has warmed your heart or made you feel grateful, perhaps even changed your outlook on life? The brightest point in my life recently was a couple years ago. I, I wrecked a motorcycle at an extreme speed and injured myself pretty well, shattered my pelvis, broke ribs, um, displaced my wrist pretty considerably, so now I've got a bunch of metal and screws putting me back together, but um, there are dozens of reasons why I shouldn't ever have 
walked again and uh, much less reclaimed everything and more that I had physiologically prior to the accident. So and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Every time I, I go for a run or engage in martial arts or do something and, and remember where I had been and what it was like to sit in a wheelchair or, or uh, you know, go through that process, I, I'm grateful that it's come back together. So it definitely is a higher power. And I think um, in some people's cases that, that they connect with that higher power and they generate their own lifestyle of energy from it. Would you say that that's something that uh, uh, is possible with you? The higher power was absolutely critical for the entire process. Um, the moment that I became conscious of being alive again, you know, laying in the road and, and in the ambulance uh, and then into the hospital, I, I was conscious of a higher power with and in me. And that despite everything that the, the medical prof professionals were telling me, I, I was going to be okay. And it was... Uh, it was a surreal experience, and and again, it's something that I'm extremely grateful for because it solidified a faith that I already had, in a way that you know you you can't. It's just something you can't get in any in any rational way. You know, I was left out between the exit to two of the Caldecott tunnels, uh, with cars whizzing by me at high speeds in the dark, and I wasn't hit again by someone else after sustaining the, the actual accident. And it would seem to me that you're an actual example of what a miracle can be. Is that right? Oh, certainly, yeah. I, again, there, there are dozens of reasons why I should no longer be in this world, much less fully functional. What do you do to perpetuate that with other people? Because what you discuss is something that is very useful for the lives of other people and very helpful for the lives of other people. What do you personally do to say, hey, I'm grateful? You know, how, how, how do you do that? First of all, you have to be interacting with a person that is open to hearing whatever your perspective may be. Many, many people prefer to revel in their dysfunction or their wounds or that kind of thing. And, and those folks, you, you know, you allow them to live their life as they please. But the people that are receptive, you can tell them your story and, and they can realize that whatever the thing, you know, in this case, physiologically, that they may be struggling with, they can find a way to solve it. They can find a way to heal it. And it doesn't necessarily have to come from a rational a reasonable direction. It doesn't have to be a doctor. It, it could just plain be placebo or their belief in God that, that can heal them. What you tell your mind to think is definitely going to affect your outlook. It's going to affect your entire reality. Mm. And when you're aligned with God, it's beyond powerful. It's limitless. So you're, you're crediting God for your survival and you're crediting God for your gratitude? <laughs> it wasn't me that plucked me out of, out of the other world and put me back in this one. I, I mean, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Michael. Fellow Nevada colleague Erin opens up about her journey to what matters in life. Hi, Michael. Thank you for having me. Gratitude to me means being appreciative for the people and the opportunities that I've been given, that have been put in my life and that I've been given. 
Has there been any single event that has really opened your eyes or do you feel like you're that uh, person that's taken experiences from around you and it's developed or how did you get here to where you wake up in the morning and say, it's going to be a wonderful day. It isn't going to be a bad day. It's going to be a wonderful day and I'm going to do what I can for others to make it just as wonderful. Where did you, how did you get there? I I think initially, you know, I think it was just something that came naturally to me. And then I was given an opportunity to do a leadership class last year with, with the state of Nevada. And I was kind of pushed into doing it and it really changed my perspective on giving and not expecting anything back in return in regards to, you know, being a leader and a lot of our leaders give and they don't, they do it to lift people up and not to expect anything back. And it's definitely an event in my life that changed my perspective and made me a lot more thankful for the everyday things. I started a gratitude journal and you know, at first it was a little challenging. You're like, okay, I'm, what am I grateful for? And then you realize like there's so much more to be grateful for. You know, um, I had a young man in here just earlier and he was, I asked him what it meant to him. And he says he feels grateful for, for God. And this came as a result of a life-changing event where he hit the back of an SUV on a motorcycle at 85 miles an hour and lived to to, uh, to tell about it. He was one of those little miracles. And he realized from there, he had to draw some gratitude and, and look for all the things that he does have instead of the things that he doesn't have. Because we all, there's a lot of things we don't have. You know, we, we don't have Elon Musk. Um, we don't have his uh, fortune. We don't have all of this other, but we, we do have health. And we do have a lot to wake up to and say, you know, how wonderful can that be? So if you possess an attitude of gratitude and thus thankfulness, what personal actions going ahead do you anticipate that you'll do? What are your thoughts, Aaron? Well, I agree with um, the the last person who, you know, just waking up and, and having our health and our life and our friends is a lot more valuable than having a pocket full of money. I know I have investors and people who have a lot of money and they're not happy. So I I definitely, you know, we might not have Elon Musk's finances, but, um, you know, like I think sometimes you don't necessarily need that or want that. And then, so uh, one of the, the big things that I'm going to do this incoming year is community outreach, volunteering in our community, and just helping people of all walks of life, whether, you know, they need, they need you know, a little bag of water in a, in a um, toothbrush, and socks because that seems to be a big thing around here is people need socks and hats so you know just having like a go bag in my car for people on the side of the street that might need it to volunteering in our community to different organizations to help our community just become you know more solid and better and help those in need 
I read a book called Giver's Gain, and it's it's all about giving, and it's not to get something back. It's more because it makes you feel better internally, and you see the world in a in a different light when you give. You just naturally it comes back to you, and not that you expect anything back, but. Um, I was on the board of a domestic violence advocacy center, and I was at the I was at the home, the safe house, and one of the ladies came up to me, and I was kind of at a point where I um, was debating on, you know, is this really worth it or not? And one of the women came up to me and said, "You saved my life," and like the work that you do, and me being able to come here, you literally saved my life. So it's like those moments where it's just heart-wrenching and you're just, you know, I'm just cleaning up a storage room or I'm just, you know, I'm just, but to them, I'm saving their life. So I think just those little things in, in life make a big difference to other people. Thank you, Aaron. We're going to take a very short break. Be right back. I'm Michael Hatfield. City Team is a credible organization that actually cares for human beings who are poor and are hungry. City Team provides food, clothing, shelter, and humanitarian services in three Bay Area cities, as well as aids those who are in serious need of a hot meal. Please donate what you can spare to City Team so they can serve holiday meals to those in dire need. They're able to serve a meal for just $2.49. Yes, just $2.49, less than a cup of of coffee helps sustain another human being by gifting to city team any amount helps and between now and december 31st any donation you make will be matched by a fellow generous donor go to cityteam.org slant christmas to help with your important gift we can make a difference go to cityteam.org slant christmas that's cityteam.org slant christmas this is an unpaid endorsement by the Michael Hatfield family for another human being in need. And now, back to our show. How actually do people become really nice people with a warm, heartwarming grace towards others? I have Lad and Lene to share their thoughts. Gratitude, what does it mean? Well, I'll tell you what, I gave this a uh, little bit of thought when uh, you and I chatted last time and uh you know, it, it's taking a moment to reflect on how lucky or blessed you are when something good happens, uh, large or small, to appre- and to appreciate how or why it happened that way, too. Absolutely. So it's like an event maybe occurred in your life, or was it just a mental process that you came to? What do you think? You know, everything happens, I feel everything happens for a reason. Whether it's promoted by myself or by my doings or Lene's doings or just uh, just by nature of people, I, I think it's you know it's uh, it's just the way it should be. You know, everybody should be uh, helping each other, helpful one way or uh, you know love love the other other person you know as much as you can. Yeah, you know sometimes I think setting that attitude requires practice. Uh, one of our guests uh, that was just on the show said that every morning you have to get up and say, I am grateful for what I have, not for what I don't have. So if you possess an attitude of gratitude every day, you wake up and say, you know, I feel a little, nope, nope, I'm not going to feel that way. I'm going to feel great. And I feel pretty good today. You know, you change that whole attitude. Um, 
Well, one thing I found out is uh, there's uh, always people that wake up on, say, the sunnier side of bed. And, uh, you know, I always take each day, if the sun's going to shine, it, uh, it's a good day. And, you know, that really sets the motion for me to walk through the day, making the best of everything I can make. I believe that when you're kind to someone else and you give in a nice way, that it does tend to come back comes back through the ionosphere or whatever that we live in and it helps practice that attitude of gratitude. Thank you, Lad and Lene. To add a little bit more to our topic of gratitude and what it means to you, we have a very special lady in studio. Her name is Amy. And so let me say, Amy, what does the word gratitude mean to you? Well, I think when I lay down at night, the first thing I do is I say, thank you, God, for this day. And thank you for everything that you've given me. And sometimes that day has been awful. And then I say, and today was a doozy. (laughs) But thank you for helping me work through it. Thank you for the fact that after all is said and done, I lay my head down in this bed, you know, with these people in my home, surrounded by so much love, surrounded by, you know, grace and mercy, and honestly, so many blessings as I look back at my life. And so I think that truly is when I think of gratefulness, it's just that simple task of sitting still long enough to let all the noise go and to really focus on truly what matters the most. And then the next day, want to give up, get up and give that back to somebody else and make sure that you continue to bless other people's lives because I truly am you know so blessed in so many ways so you're by nature a thankful person or was there an event that actually changed your way of thinking I would say but you know I grew up the oldest of six kids so family was always extremely important to us and that's just kind of how we lived you know we didn't live a very extravagant life we didn't have a lot but we didn't really long for anything either so there was a balance to all that And I think that's just my mom's way, that's my family's way of no matter what we had or didn't have, we just woke up knowing, or we just lived our lives knowing that we needed to be thankful for what we had. Because yes, others had more, but so many people didn't have what we have. And my mom's that kind that was always like, well, if we have this, we're giving away this part of it because we don't really need all of this. And so I think just growing up focus, and obviously I can't deny that a lot of that was faith-based. You know, when you grow up in the church, when you grow up, you know, with a Christianity philosophy and background and you truly watch that be lived out, that you adopt that for the most part, or I adopted that, I should say. Uh And so there wasn't necessarily like one life-changing event that led to that. I mean, certainly there's been events where I can describe to you where people have been just so kind and so generous to me personally that would get me to a point where I thought, wow, this has really been life-changing. I think my grandmother, who was probably the simplest person I watched live, um, you know, when I was 24, I told her, Grandma, I I wanna buy a house. And she goes, Okay. So she helped me buy a house at 24. Friends were living with me. You know, and I look back, I go, gosh, at the time I didn't really know and I didn't know. But my grandma loved me enough, trusted me enough, wanted to see me be successful. But there wasn't like that tragic, unfortunate day that I had to really change directions. Thank you, Amy. You've been listening to The Real Estate and More Show. And we've been talking about the concept of life-changing gratitude gratitude for what you have, what it means to us in our lives, and how we can use it to help others. We'll be right back with part two, more interesting guests, 
and their stories. Stay tuned.